0: Sue Kornbluth.
1: Hi there, this is Dr. Sue Kornbluth and you are listening to the Dr. Sue Show on Stream City Radio and it is that time of night, it's 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday and this is the time that I talk with you parents about real parenting issues in a real way. If you are a parent out there that is divorced or separated or feeling that you are estranged or alienated from your children, this is the show that you want to listen to tonight. I have a very special guest with me here in the studio, and his name is Marty Matika, and he is one of my sponsors, and I'm so privileged and happy to have him on the show tonight. Marty is a parenting coach who works with kids who are going through a divorce and he empowers the children that are going through the divorce to share their feelings and frustrations with their parents on a one-to-one basis. Kind of like what I do in working with the parents through Skype, on the phone, or in person. He also was a child of divorce and he is going to share his tips with you tonight on the show of how to help and guide you through reconnecting with your children and what your children need from you in order to do that. I actually met Marty at an event that I was at this year. It was a divorce symposium and we just completely clicked. We have kind of a similar personality and meaning we like to talk a lot. And what really struck me the most was his story about how he grew up and how he has taken his story and has worked towards helping other kids that have gone through this. And that is very empowering to me. So let's get right into this. I'd like to welcome Marty to the show right now. Hi, Marty. How are you?
2: Not bad. Thanks for having me on, Dr. Sue.
1: It's my privilege. I'm so happy that you're here with me tonight. And by the way, I forgot to mention that your coaching business is called Life Circles. Yes. And you do help um, kids and parents all over the country.
2: Yes, definitely. My main focus is always on the kids, but sometimes I need to bring the parents in when the kids are really struggling, especially with one parent.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Can you tell me a little bit about your story and your upbringing and how that has led you to do this empowering work because I always think when working with the kids especially that they can connect better with somebody that's been through it. Yes. You know, I talk a lot about joining in my practice, joining with the parents, but joining with the kids is also essential.
2: Yeah, and it's really why my mission is to help out the kids because when I was five years old, um, my parents were fighting all the time and finally they decided to get divorced and it really put a wrecking ball into my life. Um, I had a little brother that was two years old and it was just so hard to deal with to have my family broken apart. I mean, as a kid, that's the one thing you want is your family to stay together. And then I started to blame myself. I even tried to talk my parents back into it. My dad was the one leaving the house. I'm like, Dad, will be a better kid. I'll do whatever. Meanwhile, it wasn't me. It had to do with them. But the one thing I really needed was someone to hold my hand and tell me it was going to be okay. And that's why I'm in this field now because there was nobody there. There were many nights of crying myself to sleep and not having my dad in my life and just being with my mom who was up and down and here and there. It was really hard to just just live life. So that's why I do what I do now. I want to be that hand to tell these young kids that it's going to be okay. Mom Mom and dad are dealing with their stuff but you're going to be okay and you can still create a great life for yourself so that's a quick version of my story and why i do what i do
1: okay that's great how did you feel if i could ask you this how did you feel that your parents were getting divorced and how did you feel right after they told you
2: it was, it was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to deal with in my life. Um, I remember crying myself to sleep at night and just, thank God, is there anything you can do to keep them together? It was like my heart was ripped out of my chest. And at this point, at that point, I stopped loving, I stopped trusting. I kind of went into a little bit of a nest for myself and just, I cut off a lot of relationships and a lot of people, even just as a young kid and I didn't have as much fun. So that was one of the biggest ways that it impacted me yeah
1: okay and as you went through the years of the divorce after were there times when either one of your parents were talking about the other parent in a negative way and how did that impact your life
2: yeah and it's interesting you bring that up because usually my dad was more the laid-back one but my mom was very verbal and would say a lot of negative things about my dad so growing up five six seven eight nine ten I thought my dad was a bad person Mm -hmm. I kept the distance between us I didn't want to go see him Um, but as I started to get older around 13 or 14 when I started to hit a certain maturity level I noticed my mom was saying all this negative stuff and my dad wasn't saying any of it so at that point I started to turn on my mom and start to align more with my dad because my dad wasn't saying anything my mom was the one saying it so I ended up starting to turn around on her but that negative talking really had a negative impact on my relationship with both of my parents at different points
1: Yeah. so I'm guessing when things were being said about your father you began to trust in that and pushed him away.
2: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. When My mom would say all those things. I really thought he was a bad person and a deadbeat dad and all this stuff. He was trying on his side, but I wouldn't let it come through. I was listening to what my
1: mom And was. nobody could change your mind at that part? Nobody. It was very difficult. Yeah, I really, my mom was the did main you, person Did, in my did you love your father? Did you question at all uh, why he was not coming around as much or I
2: loved him as we always love our parents, but I was just disconnected. I was wondering why he wasn't coming around. And again, that's where I went back to starting to blame myself. Maybe I'm a bad kid. Maybe that's why he stopped coming around.
1: I I feel like that is so interesting, and it's not uncommon that kids of divorce do put the blame on themselves. They'll say, I wish I could be, if I was just different, this was change. It was something that I did. I could... Make this better.
2: Yep. And I did the same thing and I found that again with a lot of the kids that I work with, almost universally every kid blames themselves.
1: Why do almost you think that is?
2: Because we're thinking about this as an adult, but imagine as a five year old, you have such a basic understanding of life. So where we where's most of the focus at four or five years old? On ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everything's us. Our whole world is us, us, us. So my dad's leaving or my mom's leaving, guess who that gets blamed to? Us, us, us. This is very egocentric world when you're that young so that's where I believe a lot of the kids blame themselves and they're the one common denominator in the relationship so
1: that's right and they often feel split between their parents and don't know which way to go and sometimes if they do want to go and see the the other parent the parent that you're living with you know doesn't approve of that and it creates some kind of fear in you. Would you say that's true?
2: Definitely, definitely. And that's why I'd have them talk to you as well because I think the parenting is so important, co-parenting. You don't even have to like the other individual. I could care less (laughs) if you like them or hate them, but it's for the kid. Work together, communicate just for the kid. I just told a couple this last night.
1: We are on the same page with that as well, that you don't have to like each other. You don't even have to really respect each other, but you do need to be civil with one another for your children. It goes a very long way. And later in the show, I'm going to ask you your specific tips on what parents can do to ease this process or what helped you as well along the way.
2: Sure. I'd love to share them too.
1: Right. So what are some kinds of issues that you see kids coming in with that you do one-on-one coaching with yeah so a lot and a
2: lot of the work that I do is with adolescents teenagers I have a lot of teenagers I think for myself personally and for a lot of kids teenage years are the toughest in life you're maturing into an adult you have body changes you're trying to fit in you're in a high school there there may be negative influences around so it's this whole world um, that I think is the toughest in life so when a lot of teenagers I work with, a lot of them are either struggling in school, they're getting into, you know, drinking or smoking cigarettes or getting in trouble with the cops or or even just acting out at home, yelling at the parents, not behaving properly. Those are a lot of the things that I see, in specifically the teenagers that um, are warning
1: And signs. do you think a lot of these behaviors are due to the unresolved feelings about the divorce? Yeah,
2: I do, because a lot
1: of teenagers have that,
2: but it's it's at like a ten times level when you have a divorce or a separation involved because the kid really cares less about themselves so they may do more high risk behaviors they really don't care as much if they get in trouble and all of that
1: and and do you think also which I do and I want to really hear your opinion on this if a lot of these parents could put their kids before their own anger towards one another it would be much more beneficial for these kids later in their life and they wouldn't be turning as much to drugs or other ways to get negative attention to say hey I'm here look at me I'm struggling
2: Yep. And, I, and i totally agree with that it was it's definitely well said it's that is the most important thing going back to our point earlier it doesn't matter if the parents like each other it's like do this for the kid you brought this kid into the world take care of them set them up be angry in the in behind the scenes the kid doesn't have to see all that you can hate the other person just don't let that get involved with the kid N-
1: meaning like don't show your kid your court documents.
2: Yeah, (laughs) for for one, don't have a screaming (laughs) argument about your dad in front of them, right? Like, those types of things. And some parents make those mistakes. And I get it. It's natural. This marriage is breaking up or this relationship of many years. You're hurt. I totally get that. I would say go work with someone like you. Someone to kind of work through the feelings and not let that come into the parenting relationship. It's completely different than the marital relationship.
1: Yeah, and I didn't mean to laugh when I said, don't show the court documents but you know guys that's what I see all the time and I'm sitting here thinking to myself these court documents are between two adults your kids don't need to be brought into the middle to choose and i see that a lot from the parent that's doing the alienating and it is simply wrong
2: right and i had a 14 year old last night that i was with and they're having trouble paying for ski club between the two parents and they're not on great terms so but anyway the dad shows the the 14 year old his whole budget here's why i don't have the money. like highly inappropriate you don't need to
1: did you want to be shown that as a kid no i could care less about it
2: figure it out, right it's like has nothing to do with me don't show me that kind of stuff, and when that stuff would get shown to me as a young kid, it would make me pissed at that parent for even involving me in it.
1: So you also resented the fact that sometimes even the parent that's trying to do the good parenting is not always making the right choice.
2: Yes, and that's where the emotion gets caught into it of being angry at the other partner, ex-partner, and that's where I would just advise the parents to do some of this work. Put the kids first, always. Put your feelings on the back burner
1: and also looking at yourself in this scenario as well it's not always pointing the finger at the other parent you have to also look at yourself in this role as well and that's not to blame you it's just to take some responsibility and respect.
2: Yes, because we're always responsible in any relationship. It takes two to tango. Yep. Two are in every relationship. So yes, it may be mostly the other person, but guess what? You're perpetrating it and keeping it going too. There's something you're doing as well.
1: And the kids right? see that too. And the too. kids
2: see that as well. Even if one's the good parent, there's still things they're doing. So.
1: Well, this is why I really connect with you, Marty, and think you're amazing, because we see things from the same perspective and you're somebody that went through it and I'm somebody that really learned about it. But I think I get it pretty well.
2: I think you do too. So
1: we're gonna go to a break right now and when we come back, we are going to talk about the services that Marty offers
0: to parents. We all know that co-parenting can be a difficult task to manage. It's hard to find a way to agree when it comes to parenting your kids. When you feel stuck, you need a seasoned expert to help move you forward. Stephanie Newberg has been working with parents for years to help them create a more amicable and productive co-parenting relationship. She understands your needs and frustrations. Get help when you need it most. Call Stephanie today for a free phone consultation at 610-883-0127. She can work with you in person, by Skype or video conferencing. Stephanie also specializes in seeing teens as well.
1: Hi, it's Dr. Sue and we are back from the break. You know, during the break we were sitting here smiling at each other because we were saying, oh, we nailed it! We're giving out this great advice today and we're really feeding off of each other. That's when you know you have a good connection with someone. So I want to take uh, this part of the show, Marnie, and uh, get into what kind of services that you offer, where you're located, and you know, tell me about Life Circles and how you work with kids.
2: So yes, I'm located outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's in King of Prussia. Um, My office is there. So I work a lot with kids. I will work with them one-on-one. A lot of times over Skype, on the phone, in person if they're in the Philadelphia area. And just get into their world. Usually I'll do half hour, hour sessions, coaching sessions. And what I'd want the kids to bring to the table is just what they're struggling with. I've been through so many struggles myself in my life and I've learned from a lot of them. So that's what I'm doing. Now is giving back to the kids. If they're struggling in school, let's look at a way we can start working on a schedule to just get things tighter. Maybe you work on homework right away when you get home and hop on the Xbox later instead of vice versa. So little things like that. Um, So my coaching program, which is one-on-one, I am doing workshops in the Philadelphia area as well. So for anyone in that Philadelphia area, I am doing workshops. And then I also will do uh, either Skype sessions or phone sessions where with a parent and a kid, if there's some kind of disagreement or something the kid's struggling with, with the parent, then that's another way that I'll help out.
1: Yeah, and that's great. And you know, we have a lot of listeners from the Philadelphia area, but we also have a lot of listeners for all over the country. Uh, most of my work is done all over the country as well and i offer skype services throughout the country and the world do you as well
2: yes me too and i love skype you know it's the closest thing to actually being with somebody because you can see their face body language is so important everything and especially when you're trying to help somebody uh, you really want to have as close to live as you can get so i really value that skype connection And and i do a lot of my work that way too
1: and i think it's wonderful that we can Offer these services outside of our Philadelphia area because I don't know about you but I find that there is not as many experts in this field that really are in this niche that know a great deal of how to pinpoint the issues that the kids and the parents Are struggling from I'm do you agree that this is a field of expertise and traditional therapy is not the best way to go
2: yeah I I totally agree and um, this is where me and you are really coming in because I think it's it's 55% of first marriages end in divorce so Mm -hmm. you think about that's millions of people and millions of parents and millions of kids and there's not enough of us out there me dealing with the kids you dealing with the parents and our partnership that helps these people Um, Um, And this is really one of the most traumatic times an individual can go through, the parents and the kids. This is when you need the most help. So I think what we do provides so much value because we just want to help people. And this is a hard time for everyone involved. That's what my life is about, is supporting people and being of service.
1: And that's why I was so um, excited to find you because I do handle the parenting side, but I never found someone that just talks to the kids and I think that is so fabulous because sometimes it's hard for these kids to open up to anybody including their parents because the parents are going through this on a completely different level than the child is so how do you get into the child's mind emotionally.
2: Yeah, so a couple of things. One, um, I like that point that you just brought up there is because I know even for myself, I did not want to share anything with my parents. They were the last people I wanted to talk to. Um, until I turned 19 and I ended up finding this great male therapist, male coach that kind of helped me out. Now what was special about him, because he was about the third one, I saw was his energy, his lightness, which is one of the things I bring to the table and why I get in the kids' world. I'm a young 36. Um, And I get right in there with the kids and I can bring that young energy and I've been through it. So it's not like I'm talking about anything that I haven't been through, the separation of my parents and all the pain and struggle and the tough teenage years and doing the wrong behaviors. I've been through it, so that gives me access to the kids along with my light energy, and I try to make it a little bit fun. We know this is serious, traumatic, but I gotta bring a little lightness to it, and that makes a difference in my sessions with the kids.
1: Absolutely, and the one thing that you are definitely is genuine. And I feel that from working with kids most of my life, traumatized kids until I got into the the parent alienation coaching is that the best thing that you can do is join with your kids where they are and that goes for parents as well and also somebody such as yourself sharing your story with them helps a lot too because they feel that they're not. Alone
2: Yes And that's where I always start Yeah Yeah, Because I'm right there I'm like I'm with you I've been through this My parents got divorced at five And then my teenage years Were really rough Because I didn't love myself I didn't trust other people So I share that with them Right away Um, And it's just very important To get into their world Um, Yeah So I just think That's very powerful And what was the other thing That you were saying In there as well That you wanted me to touch on
1: The other thing that I was saying was, I think you just answered it, but it was about how you can join with them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's almost like I have a partnership with them, like I'll be their partner in life, you know, I'll take care of them. And again, this is my mission. This is the reason why, because I didn't have that person to hold my hand. And that's all I wanted, someone to pat me on the back and say, you know what, it's going to be okay. Because at that point, it doesn't feel like it's going to be okay. It feels like your world's got flipped upside down.
1: Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a short break again. I hope you're enjoying this show. I am. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to Marty about tips he's going to give to parents about how you can talk to your children about your divorce, your separation, and even your alienation if that's what you're experiencing. We'll be back
0: soon. When you need solutions to the financial side of a divorce. It's important to turn to an expert. Barbara Rowans at Sound Divorce Solutions can move you towards financial security. She takes the time to listen and helps you create a smarter settlement. Get financial expertise when you need it most. Call Barbara today for your free consultation at 215-355-0989. That's 215 355
1: hi there i am back with marty matika of life circles he is a empowering divorce coach for your children and i'm thrilled to have him on the show tonight uh you know marty this is becoming a phenomenon across the country is kids struggling with how to deal with these divorce situations and how to cope with the fact that their parents are fighting all the time. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, definitely. Because it's so hard for the kids. I mean, I don't like the word victim, but they really are a victim in the situation. They have no choice. It's like, here's what's happening, deal
1: with it. I am so glad that you just said that about they are the victims, and I believe that it's our responsibility to take them from being victims to survivors. Mm, I, like I also believe that's true for the parents that are going through this as well. And yes, the parent that is being targeted is the victim. But what are you going to do now to become the survivor? And one of the things that you can do to help your child is make some peace with the other parent. Even though it's very difficult and you have angry feelings towards them, it helps your child.
2: Yeah, and I would even say survivor and thriver, right? Because when you're surviving, you're just getting by, but you can also thrive.
1: Love that!
2: Right? Survivor (laughs) and thriver. So just a couple of the tips that I would give to the parents, and kind of like you were saying there, Dr. Sue, is one is definitely getting along as much as you can, being in communication, having a certain respect, and if you are upset at the other parent, just don't show it in front of the kid, go out with the uh. girlfriend, have a drink, go uh, go talk to your mom or dad on the phone or sister or brother, right, not in front of the kid, they do not need to be involved in it. And when my parents would involve me in it growing up, it was heartbreaking, it would be like which side do I choose, I gotta pick between my parents and they're fighting and all the tension, I would just end up going into my room and kind of like curling up and just you know taking myself out of the situation
1: yeah I mean that is a great point and uh, I agree with you on that my associate uh, Ashley who works with me was also a child who went through this Yep. shout out to you Ashley who will be on the show in the upcoming weeks as well and she she said the same thing that you just said okay
2: yeah, so that's it. That's important. And then another thing is, too, and I think I touched on this earlier, is finding an outside source to try to help me, somebody else um, in that field. Because the last person I know I wanted to talk to was my parents. So not, as much as they cared and they loved me, and they kept asking me, are you okay, honey? I'd be like, yeah. You know, this really affects kids. Oh, not me. I'm fine, right? I put on this front like I was okay.
1: That leads me to this question, which I think a lot of our listeners are thinking right now when a parent does come to you and says are you okay please tell me what's wrong i want to help you why don't you answer them
2: well several reasons one is they are causing the pain. They are the ones going through the divorce or separation. So there's already like, you're causing this and you want me to explain why I'm upset about it. That's definitely the major one. And then the other side on a more like sensitive, it's like, I love my mom. I don't want to share more pain with you guys. It's already hard enough on you. I don't want you to be more upset. If you knew how broken I was on the inside, it would break your heart. You guys are already broken up. So two different angles on why, especially myself
1: personally and some of my clients don't share with parents that's a great point too you know i didn't think about that before what what happened that you did reunite with your father who you were estranged from Yep. really it was
2: ultimately getting together with this therapist coach at 19 uh this guy lynn and he really brought lightness to it had me start to see it in another light and then start to work on the big f-word forgiveness Forgiveness is, I think, a huge key in life. Um, It doesn't condone someone's actions or, like, it's okay that you guys got divorced. But forgiving is for myself. It's to free it off of my back. It's to take a lot of the pain away from me. So ultimately, I had to forgive my dad. Not had to. I chose to with this therapist I was working at. And then now I have a great bond with him, and I've been able to turn it full circle.
1: You surprised me there with the big F. I thought you were going to say something else, but I'm glad to hear it was forgiveness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I can't <laughs> I stop laughing at that for a minute. But, you know, the forgiveness is very, very important. I talk to my clients about that as well. That, you know, you can go to your kids, but don't push, push, push them. And saying, I love you and I miss you, the kids already know that. That's not what they want to hear from the parents. What did you, as a kid... Want to hear specifically from your parents as you were going through this? Yeah, I, I
2: laugh a little bit because I <laughs> wanted them to say, "Hey, we're going to get back together, honey," but that just wasn't happening. Yeah, so I think every kid wants right. That. Every yeah. kid wants that, but when that's not an option, and ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, that's not an option. It's like, you know what? I just want to have a great relationship with you. Keep all the the stuff out of it, all the stuff you're fighting with Dad, all of that. Keep it out of it, Mom, and just me and you have a great relationship. Let's do things we like. And then the same type of thing with Dad. That's ultimately what I wanted. If I can't have the two parents together, then I just want a great individual relationship with each one.
1: But unfortunately, that does not happen all the time because they continue to hold the anger towards one another. Is that what happened in your case? Oh, that's what I wanted. That's not what happened. Exactly. (laughs) Right. It's like, that's what I wanted. That was my wish, not what happened. But isn't your message today than to people listening out there that sometimes you have to put your pride aside and put your children above your feelings towards the other parent.
2: Yeah, totally. And like we've mentioned several times, it's like keep the emotion out of it. When you're co-parenting, when you're working together, it does not matter if you like the other person. It's not about the other person. It's about your kid, which which as parents, we cherish more than anything in the world. So being great with the other parent in front of the kid. If you want to go say negative things, do it behind their back. Yeah. And then also getting the kids some help. Someone to help them work through the issues that are coming up for them. So help for the parent seeing a coach like you. Yep. Help for the kid seeing a coach like me. And putting that together. We cannot do it all by ourselves. So, Meaning the parents and the kids. We yeah. need outside sources to just help out.
1: How can a parent that's going through this encourage their child to go see someone like you? Because a lot of times the kids do not want to see anybody. Yep. So can you talk to the parents right now and tell them and give them some advice on how they can talk to their kids about seeing you?
2: Yeah, and one is, you know, a lot of times I've learned, I'm a parent as well, my daughter's four years old, but I'm learning already like positive reinforcement. You get good grades, here's 10 bucks, or right? So having some type of positive enforcement or reward, but the other thing is just having them get on the phone with me for five, 10 minutes. Most kids wanna work with me when they see my light energy, that I've been through it, and that I'm really just about being of service for them and helping them have a better life. So I think when they actually get connected with me that first time, so I would tell them parents hey just have them hop on we'll do a free consultation see Mm -hmm. if there's a fit there if there is I can help change your kids life
1: I think that's awesome and I think when the kids do see you they'll see that you really can relate to them you know and and that is extremely important so let's wrap this up now do you believe this went this quickly I can't believe well I'm gonna have you on the show again anyway but you know why don't you let the viewers know again exactly how they can reach you and what your uh, telephone number is, if you wanna get that out, and your website.
2: Sure, so my website is life-circles.com and you can even email me at marty at life-circles.com. I got some great videos, I have a um, ebook on there, the top five warning signs to notice in a young person suffering from a divorce. And then my phone number again is 610-529-5322. Reach out, I'll give you a free consultation. My mission is just to help out the kids and help take away their pain. Thanks
1: so much, marty for being on call him call him call him he is a great source to your children thank you dr sue thank you marty and this is dr sue cornbluth and you are listening to the dr sue show every thursday night at 9 p.m eastern on stream city radio where we talk about real issues in a real way and i'll be back with you next thursday night with a new show at 9 p.m